0: The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: It has been a little while since we've been here with you. We thought that going into a new season with the draft now being over, um, a lot of the turnover that's going to happen in the offseason already being done, this should be a great time to kind of come forward, talk about the upcoming of Washington football season. I'm Cameron. I'm here with Milan. So you're hearing us together again for for a again, while. Back again back with again. the white vans. There we go. So, yeah, um... You know, we uh we did a little (laughs) pre-show. We did we did a little pre-show before this. I'm kind of talking about uh, some of the picks that we made. I mean, we'll just kind of start at the top, um, and and then kind of break down how it addresses certain needs, uh, maybe certain departures and arrivals. Um, you know, round one, uh, Deron Payne out of Alabama. Um, you know, went D-line kind of from the jump. What is it that you think about uh, that pick, Malone? Good, bad, hit, miss, need, not need? What are you thinking?
0: Uh, definitely a hit. Definitely a need. Uh, I felt like we couldn't have missed on it. I wanted Derwin James, but we couldn't have missed on it. We got a big D-lineman who's going to show up the run, stop the run. Uh, I believe you said before, and with, with the, in, the, in the NFC East, now we're going to have Saquon Barkley. Cause they're going to give the ball to him a lot. We're going to have uh, Ezekiel Elliott, who's going to be getting the ball a lot. And Philly, they got a, at least two running backs that are at least serviceable. So we're definitely going to have to key on that run. I think we got somebody who's going to clog up some lanes and take up some space.
1: Yeah. Um, like you said, you, you have Saquon Barkley there now, who um, – you know, looks like an every down back, looks like, like every bit is advertised so far. And so you're going to have to do things to stop him. And he's, you know, he's there with an aging quarterback. He does have an all star receiver, but you're not worried about a whole bunch of other guys beating you downfield. So you got to be able to plug up those holes. Definitely. Um, you know, Philly, I mean, what can you say? They have a little bit of everything. They're going to be very hard to beat. I don't think you shoot for how to get over the champion immediately. I think that you have to kind of start from where you are. Um, and then Dallas, you know, Dallas all of a sudden doesn't, and they haven't had a number one receiver for a while, but they all of a sudden don't have a number one. Um, They don't have Jason Witten. So those third and mediums, third and longs, you probably feel like you're in a much better position now to stop that. And so yes. who do they have? Ezekiel Elliott in that great line. So you have to find a way to beat that. So, yeah, I think, you know, as a first-round pick, uh, um, you know, it's looking like a great, a, a great selection. Um, you know, I think the second round pick is really the big story. As a matter of fact, I kind of lump the second and third round picks in together. Um, so you have Darius Geis out of LSU at running back mm-hmm. and then Jeron Christian tackle out of Louisville as a third round pick. You know, I think those things go hand in hand. I, um, you know, I like Rob Kelly. I like Samaj P. Ryan. I don't think either of them are particularly dynamic you right. know um i think they can they can get you those yards you need they can make second down and third down short but as far as getting out in the open field breaking away from guys and as much as we raved me and you about chris thompson uh i think is a skill and right. you know you want to use him in, in different formations but is he in every down back no he's just not as, as as much as he can generate big plays a lot of it is situational so like, who do you have that's a guy who can be here, there at any time and really break this thing for you? You know, I think they think that, that Geis is that kid. And then you bring in, you know, a guy who was playing tackle for Lamar Jackson, his, his Heisman season, and then last year as well. You know, I think those right. things kind of go hand in hand, especially when we had trouble running the ball.
0: Exactly. And now, to piggyback off that, uh, I don't know how Darius Geis slipped to us especially after Saquon was picked so high, I figured more running backs were going to go earlier, and he would have been up there a lot earlier. But uh, like you said, versatility, I feel like he's as versatile as a uh, Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he's a lot stronger. I feel like he's a lot faster. I feel like he's a lot better. I feel like there's a lot of ways we can use him. Uh, Before we... Later on, we'll get into the overall changes and what we think about going into the season. Mm-hmm. Early, early, early lookout. But I feel like if we use him within the right packages with Alex Smith, I feel like he can be uh, what was – there was a guy for Kansas City last year who super versatile, could do a little bit of everything. And I feel like if we put him in, in that same spot uh, – his name slips me right now, but – if we can get them in a, in a lot of different positions, split them out. Uh, so is this is this Kareem
1: Hunt or uh or the uh, the receiver they have?
0: The receiver, I believe. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. Albert Wilson. Tyreek. Albert Wilson. I was gonna Albert say Tyreek Hill, Hill but Wilson. okay. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I believe Tyreek Hill's a lot faster. That he, he guy's stupid fast. Mm. But Albert Wilson, I believe we can use him as versatile as yeah as versatile as the Chiefs used him last year and. He's just a dynamic guy, and I feel like with the with the offensive line as well, mm-hmm. we we need to keep getting younger on the O line. Big Trent ain't gonna be around that much longer, and we've been relying on him to do a whole lot. And I mm-hmm. feel like bringing bringing Jeron Christian in is gonna take a little bit off of his load, uh, and I feel like that's a good we have a good guy for him to learn up under and and get the tutelage. So I see I definitely see big things for both both of them and as far as the running back core goes though I feel like nowadays the name of the game is young legs I feel like young legs is is exactly what you need and, and what's going to take you far so you know the, the we continue to keep keep throwing in guys that don't have a lot of mileage on them mm-hmm. that can do things I feel like Alex Smith can get them the ball now receivers not sure of but Alex Smith can definitely get the running backs and tight ends the ball
1: mm-hmm Let's talk about the fourth-round pick and the seventh-round pick together, Troy Ackie and Greg Stroman. Now, I think Stroman's more of a DB that you're going to have play special teams, especially if you're looking to maximize Chris Thompson's value, if you're looking to – and gosh, we're bad with names today as fans. If you're looking to maximize Jamison Crowder's value as a receiver, and Crowder, as much as I love him, he had some muffs as far as punts go. So, you know, if it's a situation where, and he's a very good receiver, maybe you want him to focus on that. And Stroman had some real highlights, um, you know, at Virginia Tech, uh, returning the ball. So, you know... Um, and then Troy Apke, you know, he's a kid who comes out and runs a 4 4 and he's going to be playing right. safety. And, and the thing about that is, like, Penn State is one of those schools where they're always going to have athletes, but they also have superior fundamentals. And our thing wasn't, like, getting beat deep on passes. Our thing was, wow, we blew an assignment, and all of a sudden, this guy's standing there wide open. Exactly. You know, so... A, a kid with that kind of speed, but also being in a system where, you know, knowledge and timing and spacing are rewarded. Like, I feel like that's a good pick just to shore up the mental capacity of, of our secondary. You know, it, it's, it was just bonehead stuff that we saw that we couldn't stop. And and I hope that he does that. And then, like, I like having, you know, a Stroman who is versatile not just on defense, but also in the special teams game. Because, look, we're going to need some field position this year. <laughs> we that's just, last year yeah we are gonna need field position because we you know kurt um you know say what you want about him man he made some long drives work when he needed to pound up those yards but you know we get down to the red zone and we goof you know and we got to be able to fight that um you know outside of virginia tech also you get the kid tim settle on the d-line and then uh sean dion hamilton out of alabama as linebacker and just like you were saying like it's about stopping the run in our division um, you know, Zeke Elliott is a top-flight running back. Um, You know, uh, Saquon Barkley is poised to be a top-flight running back. And then Philly has Jay Ajayi. You know, like, you you have they, to be able. Maybe
0: a healthy Darren, Darren, Darren Sproles. Yeah, comeback.
1: you have to be able to combat these things. And so, you know, I, I think that if, if the defense plays like it was, like, we had a lot of shootouts last year that we couldn't seal up. You know what right. I mean? And we, you you can't play like that. Like You need to be competent on defense and give your offense a chance to win the game, not hope that your offense can overcome what the defense is unable to. You know? Um, right.
0: And not, not to go too far back, one thing I wanted to uh, say about Troy Ackie. something about a white guy's safety, good things happen. Adam Archuleta, yeah. Jason Seahorn. Jason Seahorn. My my guy for for Baltimore right now with the beard, you know, who had the beard, uh, Eric Weddle. Yeah. Troy Aikman yeah, could be something. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking for big things out of out of out of that safety spot and learning up under DJ. I think he'll I think I think he's gonna be more than serviceable. I hate that we lost Sue and that's that's just a that was just a funny situation yeah. in the sense of it, it from the outside looking in. Uh, it,
1: it seems like we overreact you know yeah. like
0: super freaking talented
1: mm-hmm.
0: was growing to, prop i'll say it he was my favorite redskin yeah. for the time he was there every mm-hmm. time every time he was in the game he he would be somewhere around the ball but i think we i think we picked up a guy who can for sure play the safety spot as we were going to use to an outside backer safety nickel uh i felt like we got a solid safety on the way yeah, uh, with the Bama linebacker, like again, I feel like it's a lot of things are about pedigree, and I feel like that says a lot. And I feel like uh, Mason Foster, uh, Zach, uh, what is his name? I Man, but our, our mm. linebacker core is pretty good. Our linebacker core is pretty good, and it's getting better. And by getting younger and getting guys that have such a good pedigree, I feel like. We're going to do good things with that. And the yeah. D lineman, another D lineman, the younger we get, I, I'm going to keep saying it, the younger we get guys who know the game and came under great coaches, I feel like that says a lot. You made a good point about Strowman. I, I think we're going to use him uh, solely, early on at least, solely in special teams. And I think he can be worked in, worked in to the, the cornerback in court. Mm-hmm. Uh, since, since we lost Bashai and brought in Orlando, uh, I feel like he can he can make his way into that, that slot spot, possibly.
1: You know, and I think having, um, you know, getting these D-linemen and linebackers year after year, I think another thing is it's attrition. Like, we need to be able to bring guys on and off the field uh, because right. of, you know, the amount of punishment they're going to take going up against these really tough running backs in different sets. So, you know, I like being overloaded on the front seven. You know, I'm I'm a fan of that uh-huh. just because – yeah, once a game starts to wear on you, you need fresh guys in there, and our fresh guys being young is a good thing. It really is. Um, you know, rounding out our draft, and we'll go Mr. ahead and close Irrelevant. that out. Yeah, Something to be relevant. Yeah, man, uh, we got this kid out of SMU, um, Trey Quinn. Now, when I think SMU receiver, I'm automatically like another slot guy. Like that's kind of <laughs> that's what I think of immediately, but. <laughs> You know, um, a lot of this has to do with who we have at quarterback. Like it has to do with Alex Smith. Um, like, this kid's six two two o two. 202. You know, so he's not the smallest guy in the world, but he ain't the biggest guy in the world. So, what? you take a look at, you know, his college numbers. Um, you know, as a junior, 114 catches, 1,200 yards, 13 touchdowns. Like, he had a year. You know what right. I mean? But, you know, playing in the American Conference, playing for SMU, you do feel like that stuff is a little inflated. But you got to remember, this was a kid who originally was playing for LSU. So, right. like, he has that pedigree. Um, So you can't necessarily go by the first school. You got to go by the second. Right. You know what I mean? Like Situations
0: he, are situations.
1: Yeah, he was he was down in the pecking order at LSU. A- and that happens, Um, you know. Nine games as a freshman, five games as a sophomore. Um, Not a lot of productivity, but then he gets out there at SMU and is featured and is highly productive. So, you know, you got to hope it's something that they saw that they said is going to translate over. And, and, you know, I never want to feel like a draft pick was wasted. So um, hopefully that works out. Um,
0: And I, I think it will. I think it will for sure because one thing I like about him, a lot of those touches—it's a lot of touches. He's experienced with the ball in his hand. He's a—he has great hands, uh, and I feel, I feel like it's bringing bringing experience can't hurt. And he's another guy who, like you said, runs a four-three-four. You you couple that with great hands mm. from what I've seen. I mean, his route running can get better, but his route running is pretty good already. The the and the more places we can use guys think the better off we'll be. And I think he'll be, he'll finish third on the depth chart. Mm. And at receiver, I'll say, I think he, he can be top quality third receiver.
1: Looking at the draft, um, if you had to, I hate letter grades, give it a one through five, one being the lowest, five being the highest. Where would you say uh, we went as as, as far as, And here's my criteria. Addressing needs and being able to improve on a record. Do you think we did those things?
0: For sure. I'd I'd go with a solid four. I'd go with a a solid four.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd say about the same. Uh, I I think it's above average. I think that as somebody who watches all the games, you know where you don't appear to be sound. Like we, you know, we lost a quarterback, but gained a pro bowl caliber quarterback, whatever, you know, whether Alex Smith is good or great or average or serviceable, like he's a pro bowl caliber quarterback. Um, you put him in the right position. He's not going to make a whole bunch of mistakes and you're going to win games. You might not win a playoff game, but you're going to win games. Um, you know, we're, even though we drafted a running back who I think is automatically the most, uh, well-rounded running back that we have. You know, we have four guys that do good things. We have a, core, a whole yeah. core. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see, Matt Jones got cut today.
0: Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. But we got to sign. We got to sign the younger guy. We got to make up that roster. No, no, spot,
1: so. no. Matt Jones got cut by the Colts. That's what oh. I'm saying. So oh, it looks. Man. It looks like like you know whatever they didn't see in Matt Jones. Like okay, I. I Could have yeah. been right. Y'all were right. Um, you know, wide receiver is just, we don't know right now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I thought that we showed some promise there. Um, you know, at the end of the season, like, uh, you know, I like Crowder. Um, who's the kid that we drafted who was a rookie last year or the year before?
0: Josh Dawson uh,
1: I like Doxon out of TCU. You know, there like was there was a drop that he had, but it ended up you know, like that happens. You're a kid. We get that. But he's clearly that big play receiver. Um, you know, Jordan Reed went healthy. You just you just
0: is great, you get keep him healthy. your fingers crossed every play. Mm-hmm. Every time he catches the ball, you keep your fingers crossed yeah. and hope he goes down safely.
1: We add somebody to the line. Help with the rush, which is what we really need. Because, you know, Alex Smith is going to get rid of the ball fast. He's not looking to throw far. Nah, um, <laughs> so, you got that. Off. And then, they you know.
0: take off quick if need
1: be. We have, you know, an all-pro corner on one side of the field. Um, You got Swearinger back there, you know, in the secondary. And now we got Younger in the secondary. And we're bolstered on the line. We drafted, you know, lineman in the first round. Um, national champion. And then last year, didn't we get, we got the kid from USC on the line, and we got the linebacker from Alabama last year. And now we got another Alabama linebacker. So it looks like they know what they're doing, guys who can communicate with each other and work. You couple that with Zach Brown, you know, it's it's looking good. So
0: Our front seven can be the, the best front seven in the NFC East. Yeah. If uh, Ceiling-wise, in my opinion, ceiling-wise, I think we have the highest ceiling going into it. I think with the the talent and the and the skill we've already shown, mm-hmm. and and what those guys have already shown, the the last step was showing up the run. Yeah. The last step was showing up the 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 inside runs at that outside runs we were pretty good because we had fast linebackers that can get out there. Mm-hmm. But now we have those the big guys up front that can like you say clog up them holes and take up that space, and I think we'll be all right. I think we can. I think our front seven is going to be something to reckon with all yeah. year.
1: I think so too. Um. Yeah, man. Anything else you got before we get out of here?
0: Uh, be sure to be on the lookout for more of these coming. It's not going to be a, a big delay, big layoff like last time. And appreciate the listen. And that's all. Look forward to the season.
1: Definitely. Definitely excited for the season. Um, This has been the Give Them Hell podcast, part of the South Congress Podcast Network. For law. I'm Cameron. We're out.
0: And the pro wrestling torch east coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts hoodies stickers mugs notebooks and more visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search seahawk to see all of the merchandise we run specials every few weeks so join the south congress and east coast cast facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions